What's up, Beaker? So we're doing like a impromptu type of podcast, not like a real official podcast. I wanted to talk about the ten scale nationals that you have not I watched. Only on, I only come on official podcasts. Well, this is unofficial. We was gonna do a Patreon only pod, but I said let's just do this. All we're chatting about this last week. You've been doing some interesting stuff. You hurt yourself today as well. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Um, you know what though? Before we get into all of that, we gotta drop that intro, dude. We gotta drop that intro. <laughs> Nitro is the glory. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast with your host tonight, Keenan White, aka Lefty the Great. And if you are unlucky, the Finnish village idiot, JQ. This is the RC Podcast with no name, but plenty of content. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some serious bench racing. Yes, hey, before I go on any further, I have to shout out to my boy. He's a patron, Mike Driscoll. He is on me. I I know I said I would fix it, dude, but I forgot. You didn't send me a reminder. You know what I'm talking about, but shout out to you. I hope you had a good time. Yes, uh, Monday. Um, his name wasn't there? Yeah, his. Um, I thought I had fixed it, but I didn't. So I'm sorry, man. I'll get it up there. Um, I hope you had a good time Monday at, um, I think he went to Ledbury. Uh, he's in... Uh, UK. Nice dude. We talk all the time. Talk about cricket and stuff. Anyway, anybody, uh, Nitrous to Glory, E-Buggy Pays the Bills. Uh, this is the No Name RC Podcast. This is like an impromptu, not official, like no questions, no nothing. We was going to do a, a Patreon pod, but only pod, but I decided to just do this. Catch up with Joseph's. This is episode number 140. We're getting there, Joseph. We're almost at 150. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? It is 148 more than I expected. <laughs> well, at least you've gone up. Before you only had me at one. Now, now you've yeah, got I me think, to two. I think two. Wow. Yeah. I'm definitely moving up the totem pole right there. I went from just having my nose above ground level, like, you know, underneath the bottom totem pole, to like where my nose is clearly above and I can breathe now. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Uh, what's up? Shout out to the patrons of the NNRC. Uh, if you guys listened to last week's podcast, it was pretty good. It was a great rant. Also a great chat with um, Powell from Poland. We got into talking about how we think that racers can do focus training to get better. Check it out, episode 139. It's pretty good. We tried to get this guy, right here, me and Max, but Max didn't follow the game plan. I think I should have let him plead, plead insanity and euphoria. But anyway, um, congratulations to Max. Anyway, you know he's uh, moving on to Eastern Finland now to go school, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's why I couldn't. I, I asked. I was gonna record with him t- this week, and then he's like, "Yeah, oh, I, I just moved. I'm done in school. Like, I didn't bring any of my stuff. I'll have it next week, but I'm gonna be busy the next two weeks." So I'm like, "Yeah, you're gonna forget all about RC, dude. Like, you're gonna be in college, university. Is like Finnish university like that? Like, fun? I don't know. I just went there to the lectures and then pissed off." Yeah, well, <laughs> definitely asking the wrong person. Like, yeah, the whole university experience, you didn't even worry about it. You just went to the lectures and went. No, no. Yeah, too much. Yeah. No, no time to enjoy myself. Um, anyway, I did enjoy myself. All right. You know what? We're going to talk about you and your accident in a second. Let me do my spiel here, please. <laughs> 
You know, I got to say thank you to everybody. My biggest accident was decide, oh, agreeing to do this today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, you know what? Shout out to the patrons of the NNRC. We got two new patrons this week. Thank you to those guys. I will add you guys to the list as well. I greatly appreciate it. The extra help helps up this podcast, helps keep these bills paid. Let me mute this guy. Uh, shout out to all of the awesome sponsors of the podcast. You guys are showing these guys some love. They are supporting the podcast. We can't do it without them, without you guys. So we have Mayaku. We're going to talk about that in a minute. We got uh, JQ right there. Uh, Beach RC. <laughs> I would be nowhere without Beach RC. Uh, they have been our biggest supporter from the inception of this podcast. So shout out to Brent and uh, Lucas and all those guys there. Thank you. High Tech RC. High Tech sent me a charger. I, I will have it tomorrow. Hopefully, you know, it has to come from Miami here. So it takes a little bit of time and whatever. So I'll have it tomorrow. And then um, hopefully I'll be testing it out next week. But shout out to High Tech RCD for their support. TNR Fuels, thank you to Chris Nelson and his family for their support. That fuel is like the hottest fuel in the USA. And I think they're getting ready to ship it internationally. Techno RC, uh, another longtime sponsor of the podcast. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see what happens at Techno at the end of the year here with their drivers and their team. But they have been uh, really busy. They've had a really decent year. They They haven't gotten the win that they wanted, the big win. Uh, but um, such a great team. They're doing a good job, and they got some good products, so check them out. Sun City RC Raceway, they had the USRC race. USRC race. Uh, Rob Isaac and Ryan Lutz flew out there this weekend, and they did it real fast, like out of the blue, so they had that this past weekend in El Paso. I don't really know too much about it. I haven't talked to anybody about it, so I'll find out a little bit more. Uh, if you have any El Paso area, go check out the Showers family, and thank you for your support, Joey, Christian, and Corbin. Lugs Racing Tires. Uh, they were up at the NCT a couple of weeks ago. They have their long wear tires in stock. You want to get those while they're hot and use that NNRC LUGS, an all caps coupon code to save some money. Thank you, LUGS. JQ Racing, shout out to all my JQ Racing family. We don't die, we multiply. We'll be back. Don't worry. Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, another longtime sponsor of the podcast. He just released some um, pretty cool bearing elixir that I'm going to get and try out as well. And he's got a whole bunch of traction compound for all your traction needs so go check them out we have some coupon codes for that as well donathan rc i finally received my leads i'm using them they're so awesome here's one here's the magnetic um magnetic phone charger cable so that comes off and that can stay in your cable in your phone and you just hook it up it's so cool uh, I, i've been testing out the new leads that there. i'm geeking out over this he made some special leads with this ec8 plugs for my power that i need for operation 115 and um, I'm, I'm not going to release that yet. But thank you to Donathan RC. We have a coupon code for that, so go check them out. Uh, the link for all these sponsors and all the coupon codes are in the link tree link that is in the written description of this podcast. Shout out to RCGP, Racecraft USA, and of course, House of RC. They released their 1.3 version this week. Uh, today, actually. So I shared it and uh, check it out. Uh, if you haven't made a profile, go there and make a profile. And um, yeah. Joseph, real quick, before we go on any further, I want to talk. I am doing another food challenge here. Um, what is it this time? Uh, I am going to eat the... Hey, turn your mic down. It's a little bit hot. I am going to eat the world's hottest... Hottest... Um, not hottest. Sorry, I'm not doing hot again. I am... That messed me up. I actually think that's what caused my pressure to go up so high. I am doing the world's sourest candy challenge. 
Don't they, those all suck? Like, like they aren't actually that sour. I will find out here very shortly. I just cannot do the toe of Satan again. That was just really bad. I I just cannot do. I I actually stopped eating all cinnamon products since then. Like I don't even have cinnamon. I used to put cinnamon in my coffee. I don't do it anymore because it just I can't take the taste because it's a cinnamon taste. But anyway, uh, I'm doing this food challenge to raise money for the Blooming Prairie RC2 Paint the Track Pink. Uh, race that they're having on September 11th. This is all proceeds go to uh, the uh, Cancer Association uh, to fight cancer. Uh, they do have a GoFundMe. The link will be in the, um, the written description of this podcast. I guess we're going to do a live next week. Probably me and my buddy Kevin. And uh, maybe, maybe, no, it'd be too late for you. Um, we will, uh, we're going to do that. We're going to do the challenge and we're going to raise some money. It's for a good cause. And uh, dude, I saw this guy who did this challenge. His tongue started bleeding. So I don't know what's going to happen to her. Like, I might, I got to take it easy. Like, I'm getting too old for this type of stuff. And I'm definitely not in the shape to do it. So I'm definitely going to take it easy. Why are you soul. doing it? To raise money for cancer. So you can get cancer? No, I won't get That's cancer. the idea? No. Don't get are you raising money so that you can get cancer or what? No, I'm raising money in for, to for uh, to give to a cancer association. I don't know. the. Right. It's a fundraiser. So basically what they're going to do is paint a part of their track pink for, uh, in, you know, for cancer, whatever. I guess pink is the, the color for cancer. Yeah, of course it is. Breast cancer. Is it for breast cancer? Okay. So, um, Save the boobs. Yeah. Blooming Prairie, the Joe Bain and his, his uh, brother, I think they were driving JQ cars. I think they still are. Nice guys. They went, f- they have gone full into RC like they went these are this is a group of people right Joseph that didn't race and they got cars and now they have a like a track like and have had it for a year and a half and they're just loving RC uh Joe Zaire Joe Zaire uh junior of uh ran out of talent he goes to their track a lot and they sponsor his podcast so he's always there and it's pretty cool to see that like people that went from ex- from not knowing anything about RC, I believe, to like fall into it, to having a track. It's kind of like your, we're going to segue. This is a good segue. It's kind of like your new online course, right? Yeah. Invisible Speed Online. Um, do you want to talk about how you almost killed yourself today before we talk about that? Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but I almost uh, killed my ankle or knee. That's why you gotta leave that motocross bike alone, man. You gotta sell it. <laughs> this is the first injury I've had in, in a long time. So what happened? So, well, I <sighs> track was really good. They rebuilt it, brought in some new material. All the jump faces were nice. So I'm like, oh, this could be a good uh, time to practice the jumps. <laughs> okay, I did successfully. I didn't crash on a jump, but. This one jump leads into a right-hand corner, and I kept going wide because it, it's like soon after the jump, you have the corner. Right. So I, I, one lap, I was thinking, I'm going to try and break for the corner and actually do the inside line. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, I just folded the front end and crashed. But I also, my right foot hit the ground and turned backwards, you know, because the toes kind of caught the ground. Mm-hmm. And then I f- the bike fell on it, but luckily it kind of bounced up and then turned the right way. 
because my body couldn't turn with the foot because I was caught by the handlebars. So, so I was just like, right at that moment, I'm like, fuck, I did my ankle. Like it's broken. Like, because right at that moment, you don't feel anything. You just you know, know what's happening. But I just knew, like, my ankle is fucking backwards just now, and now I can't move it at all. Like nothing moves, and and then uh, so I was there for a bit, just really mad. I'm like, damn it, this wasn't good timing. Well, it never is. But then I noticed I can sort of move it, and I also sort of fell on my handlebar, so I had have the worst dead leg I've ever had. And then, yeah, a few minutes and I was like, yeah, well, it didn't break. I got lucky. So I had, I did still do a, a lap actually afterwards because you can't like stop riding with a crash. You know, so I did do another lap and then I left, but I went to the RC track after I had to drive an hour. And, and then when I got to the RC track, I could barely walk. Well, you're like, walking oh, pretty shit, good yeah. just now. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you, but, you just leave uh, that bike alone, man. You can't afford, like, imagine if you break your hand. If you broke your hands, like, you'd be so screwed. Like, like, come on. Think. Yeah, I'm not going to break my hands. You have done it before. Yeah. I so that's the other thing. Yeah. And you're, like, almost 40 now, dude. That stuff gets harder and harder. I'm 38. Yeah, you're almost 40, and that stuff becomes harder and harder to get over. Like, you know what I mean? So just chill. Like, Jesus. Like, yeah. I mean, well, it's fun chill. that you, I like that you deck out. I just don't want you to get hurt. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, a little bit hurt, but not like break your shit up. Yeah. Like, I want to. Luckily, nothing yeah. worse. Um, nothing. Me, I'm in. A, I'm in a boat world. I like. I got this brand new prop. All my, like all this this prop that I was all worried about going running. And dude, I didn't tighten it up enough. And I went out there and was like, <laughs> and I was like, no. That's literally what I done. I went game back in, and then I was like. I just How did you it. come back in? Well, I was coming back into shore, so it was like you know, it was coming. I, I went out, came back, and then as soon as I, I the last little bit of throttle I gave it, like which was close, it just went, zzz, and I was like, oh. And then what it was, I was turning, so the prop actually still stabilizes the boat too. So when I turned, when I was turning, and the prop left, it just the boat just like did a donut, like you know what I mean? Actually came out of the out of the water, and I just like, yeah, that's boats. $50 going down the drain in one minute, in less than a minute. You know what I mean? So yeah. we went to go get masks, and my buddy came out there, and his buddy and my son was with us. But we could, it was too, the water was no visibility. I just couldn't see anything. The tide was coming in. So we just ended up uh, swimming, and um, I ran, like, the boat. I put another prop on, I ran the boat, and it was probably – one of the best days of RC I've had in so long, like to actually doing RC, like doing it, then like letting the batteries cool down, then go, go for a swim with my son, talk to my boy, and then go put another battery pack in, go drive, have fun, go home. I was only going to go out there for an hour. We ended up being out there to about 1.30 in the afternoon. So good times. Uh, I want to say like, I know people's like, oh, Keenan, what are you, Lefty, what are you talking about this boat and all this type of stuff? I want to say this, um, the boat I've done them before. Uh, I have no one to race her. We have no track, no nothing like that. I need to get my, I've told you before, like I need to, this is part of getting my passion back to actually do RC again. As much as I love RC, I don't do it, but uh, I have no one to race with the boat, but I can have fun and I'm chasing a record. I'll talk more about that when I'm, when I'm ready, but I'm chasing a record 
And I have to, I don't, to do that, I don't need to race anybody else. I can go out there by myself. I can do testing. I can do this and I can have fun. And I'll tell you what, it's like rediscovering RC again because I'm literally now when I drive, I'm walk, I'm looking and I'm like, oh, look at that river. That water looks great. Like, you know what I mean? And now I'm, I'm going, taking drives out to where I'm going to do this record and I'm observing like how the, how the tides are and how the, how the wind is and all that stuff. And it's the best time to go out there when nobody's there and stuff like that. So it's, it's just like when somebody discovers RC again and they, they, like they discover racing and they're like, oh man, look at that place. That would make good, a good track. Or look at that, that dirt over there. That would make great RC dirt or what, you know, a track dirt. Um, it's weird. It's, it's a good feeling. It's giving me that warm, fuzzy feeling all over again. But yeah, $50 down the drain though. When you, in a boat, it goes like, just kiss it goodbye. Like then that stuff goes, she goes. So good stuff. Um, JQ. Uh, let's talk about your Invisible Speed online course because you unveiled the four, was it four or five top guys that are going to walk through this? So let's talk about that real quick. And turn your mic down four, a four bit. And me. Turn it down a bit. It's, it's a little, already down. It's a little hot. I'm getting that noise in the back. Oh, maybe that's your loud laptop. There we go. Yes, Invisible Speed. Uh, so the idea is that there are two different courses basic course which is same price as the book that's good for anyone anyone really in rc but mainly for complete beginners to sort of relatively new people to the hobby and then the full course can be good for anyone even world champion level drivers they will find some good information in there and to make it even better i decided that we need some different perspectives also, so some other top drivers. So we got Ronne Falk, uh, Robert Batchier, Battle, Battle. Batchier. What does uh, Scotty say? Battle. Battle. I can't remember. He had something else. I like how he says uh, anyway, Testament. Robert Testament. Battle. Robert Battle. And uh, then we have uh, Kyle McBride and Cole Ogden. Nice. So those I four, forgot about Kyle. I forgot he was involved. Yeah. Even though he's techno, you know. So still. <laughs> you say that like so that's like the best gonna, I've ever heard you talk about techno. I think. What? Like that's the way you said it. Like you just gotta accept that they're they're awesome and you know, you just no, can't say anything Kyle, about it. Kyle is Kyle's a good guy. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> So those, those four are going to be involved in a month-long run-through of the course. So the people who buy the course before 20th of September, they get access to all the videos in the course. It's, I don't know how many yet, but like over 10 hours of content, uh, 60 videos or so at least, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of information. There's... 12 modules, right, in the course. And one module is everything that's in the Invisible Speed book. Wow. So that gives you an idea. That's right? big. So, well, it's the biggest module. But anyway, so that's just one part of it. There's many other parts to it too. And the idea is that for these people who pre-order, we aren't just going to give them a course and that's it. We'll then have a guided follow through. So one week will be just me first. So sort of find out what level drivers they are and what they really want to learn about this kind of stuff. Go over the basics. 
and then we'll involve those four dri- four drivers that I mentioned. And we'll be doing some live videos, uh, some pre-recorded stuff, and some live Q and A's. And also, they'll be available throughout that month on Discord. Nice. So there's a Discord server where it's it's open for everyone who buys the full course, but there'll be a section like a private run through section for the people who pre-order. And that's where these guys will be mm-hmm. and where we can answer questions and, and go through the course sort of step by step. So this should ensure that in that month, these people will get the most out of all the information that's there. That's cool. That's so. cool. Uh, what, so these guys, basically they'll be able to just ask questions from run McBride in the discord um, they'll, yeah, do, they'll so get personalized they can, lives with them too. Yeah. So we'll do sort of scheduled, uh, live video mm-hmm. shows that people can join and then they can ask questions live there and then they can just write in the chat anytime. And then mm. when they read them, they'll reply. And that's all through discord, right? Yeah. I need to, and, I need uh, to get one set up. Yeah, it's really good for something like this. Like if you have a community and you need to share information, then it's it's really good for something like that. And another thing is that we start off with eight scale off-road. Like the information in the course is general. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works for all the different classes, but it's focused on eight scale off-road. So a lot of it is specific to eight scale off-road, right? But there will then be an, a 10 scale off-road update where I'll work with 10 scale off-road drivers mm-hmm. and do this same thing later on and also on-road. Okay. Uh, so on-road electric and on-road nitro. Uh, so the, these updates will come in the future. That's cool. So basically you're going to launch a, a, like a separate online course for like uh, 10 scale off-road or it'll be still no, just it's separate, the same. So just separate uh, drivers. Yeah, different drivers and then more material. So we release, we add to the course. So we have the course now, and then we add sort of specific videos and then on-road specific videos. So at the end of the day, the course is going to be massive. So you don't necessarily even want to watch everything because you get everything, and then you choose like, oh, well, I'm not really interested in touring car, so I'm not going to watch those. But when you get the full course, you have access for three years. So maybe in the third year, you do want to run some touring car, and maybe then you go back and watch those. So that's why I thought it's best if it's just all in one place. Oh, so you don't have to pay for that later too, right? You can just, that's all included in the course? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So if you get the full course, you have all the material that's there and all the updates too for three years. All right. That's cool. So then I was going to do it first, um, sort of lifetime, mm-hmm. but then I figured, okay, so lifetime, what if I don't want to do this anymore at some point, mm-hmm. then how do I sort of get out of that? You know? So it's not like, what is lifetime? You, know? you die. I don't know. So yeah. So then I figured it's best to put some kind of time limit. And I figured three years is probably good. Like, after three years, you've already forgot that you paid one time, right? <laughs> yeah. And most people, maybe they've... They're probably they out of RC anymore. by they're, then. They're out of RC, whatever yeah. has happened, you know? And then if you really like it, you really want to keep it. If the updates are good, well, then you get it again. And also, RC is quite small. 
So maybe I would reach a point that's at some point where there aren't really enough sales to justify spending any time working on it. You know, who knows? So yeah, it's yeah, interesting. I think that was the best way. I, I think it's going to spark. I, I, congratulations, dude. Cause when you sent me the promo, I was like, dude, who edited this? And he's like, I did. I was like, damn, you, you do. You're like, your skills are like your editing skills are just, well, look, man, that's your superpower. Like, you know what I mean? You're able to focus on things like this. You're able to focus. Fo- like, I can appreciate your aut- autistic superpower now a little bit more. Like, your attention for detail and all that. And, I, and people, look. When you have to learn, you, you learn. Yeah, but it. I mean, you, like, people, like, look, I'm not going to fluff you anymore, but you just have a way uh, of doing it. Like, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I can't wait to, yeah. to see it. And uh, I can't wait to do the course myself, hopefully, next year when we do the um. Yeah, but I have a feeling that people don't really get it. I think there hasn't really been something like this in RC or maybe not enough of it that people see the value because in other uh, in other industries, there are even like really expensive courses that cost like thousands of dollars and yep. people flock to them, um, which I think that's too much. I mean, that's... Well, it's... It, that, then we are getting into scam territory in right. my opinion, but... Um, uh, if you think about it, the price is something that people, oh, it's 350 euros or so $400 or something like it's quite expensive. Yes, but it's also what you spend on one sort of big race weekend, for example, just an example. So it's not like out of this world kind of money. And you can pay uh, in four months for installments if you want. It's 100 bucks a month. Um, and you have it then for three years. But I think that even after that, people still, or far too many people seem to think that, well, the videos are free on YouTube, so I'll just watch those. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. There are a lot of videos there already, and there will be more. But the difference with a course like this is that if you really want to learn, if you really want to improve, then you need to have all that information sort of curated information, all the stuff you need to know to improve and you need to get it in the right order so that you don't skip steps and you're like jumping around. It needs to be presented in a consistent manner from beginning to end. So you get the whole process and the big picture, and then you can apply that in your own racing. So how it, how the course starts off is just introducing RC racing, all the different classes, why you should pick what, what you should buy, all this stuff, where to find information, all like really basic stuff. But then it goes to your first day at the track, um, uh, learning to drive, the basic maintenance of your car, the first setup changes you do, first things you can adjust on your transmitter, um, going to your first race, how races are run, uh, next step in practicing your driving and next setup changes you would consider. And it sort of builds up. So mm-hmm. it's not just all information about your radio in one go. It's like three or four different times, like through your learning process. Or it's not everything about driving in one go. It's broken up. So you learn a bit and a bit more and a bit more, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's that's why a course like this is more valuable than those YouTube videos if you really want to learn. And for the more experienced drivers, it's the same thing with the setup stuff. 
So if you watch a video about Casta, that's fine. Maybe you learn something, but you won't be able to place Casta in uh, the grand scheme of things like amongst all the other setup options. You won't have a clear picture of your car. You'll just know about that one thing. So instead of having all separate things about the car, the goal of the course is to teach you uh, in a step-by-step -step way all about the car so that you understand it. That can't really be done by watching random videos on YouTube. You have to have the whole thing, like all the information. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? No, I understand. It's more more in-depth. Like, I know, like, I've had, I've never done them. Uh, like, obviously, I get hit up to join, uh, to do podcasts. When I first started, obviously, podcasts, um, courses, you know, that you pay for. I never yeah. done them. I never done them. I know I just I couldn't afford them. That's why I didn't do them. But um, my buddy was doing one for uh, lionfish hunting, calling, and so it's it's not unusual. It's just that RC has never seen any, I've never seen anything like this. So it's kind of just catching up with the times and everybody, you know, just like they hadn't seen a proper book written about setup. So. I think it's gonna yeah. it, the price obviously like people oh four hundred dollars like you know what I mean yeah like <laughs> people like me can't afford to do it but um there are people out there you that can way. you can pay a hundred bucks a month all right yeah so it's installments right yeah okay so that's not too bad man that's not too bad at all I think uh the the added value of the drivers makes it even better so I think if you want to get like one on one with Co Ogden, David Ronnefeld, the Thunder from Down Under, Kyle McBride, and the Spaniard Rabbit Rob oh, Rabbit. I must call him Rabbit. Robert Battier. Uh pre order this and uh you get to get to chat with them and hang out with them for a month. And maybe you make some friendships. Like you know what I mean? And uh yeah, that's how it how it goes. These guys are humans just like us, you know, so Never know how things work. You know, you know what Jason like to uh, and then let's not let's not even you also have a car that's releasing this month because it's now September, September first when we're recording this. So while you're doing all this online course, you're doing, you still got this to deal with. That's uh, that's pretty impressive, dude. I know I tease you a lot. But, it's been uh, rough. Yeah, I can see it the, in your face, in the, your beard, in your in your hair. Twenty fourth, I'm hopefully driving to the south of Europe. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do Bogeyland and Reds GP and a race in France. So by then everything should be done. Like all the car stuff done, car out, course done, course released. Then there'll be a few weeks before we then start the run through, you know, so people have time to go through it on their own and then we go through it together. So, so yeah, it's been like my routine has been pretty insane. This, this maybe month, Maybe about a month and now this coming three weeks still. So I tend to go to bed like four or five AM and then I get up get up like nine, ten AM and then I just basically uh work mm -hmm. <laughs> like all that time. Or like today I went to ride motocross first, then I went to the track testing, and then I came back editing video and do this podcast and continue editing. I have to do at least one video, like finish one video a day. Right. And right but now really I should finish like two videos a day. It's 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 five PM her EST. Who's this? Uh, my buddy. Hey. My buddy is her. 
As I said, it's impromptu podcast. My buddy just walked in with his son. Um, so it's late there. And what's up, Joba? It's midnight now. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah. I still have a few hours. I'm, I'm, I don't know how you do it, man. But anyway, um, that's just you. You don't have, you don't have a family either, or any a life outside of that. So, I guess no offense. I mean that in like the most non-offense. My choice. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but that's how you get things done, you know. So, that's why you get things done. So, um, Joseph. Wicked, I, I, we're going to get off that for a second. If you guys uh, if you guys want to check it out, invisibleseed.com, right? Dot net. Dot net, sorry. Check it out. If you think it's something for you, do it. I mean, they have installment payments as well. Joseph, Wicked Weekend. No, not Wicked Weekend. Sorry, AMS, because it was going to be Wicked Weekend at first, but they changed it to AMS. Look at his son back there in the, in the video. Um, I didn't... Well, I kind of knew a little bit, but you didn't tell me to what extent you was working with these guys to change everything. Uh, how did that come about? I mean, the, the change, you got them to change. Well, I don't know if you got them, but they made the decision to change the way they do think their format um, and cap that race. You know, we've been talking about cap races I, and format change for a long yeah. time. What's that noise, dude? I, I wouldn't really say, I don't know. I wouldn't really say working with that much but definitely <laughs> in contact with right, let's put it right. that way. okay sorry in contact so i've been i've been pitching and lobbying for new format and schedule and all this stuff for i i think at this point years one year isn't even enough anymore i think years and i'm at the point where i have made a spreadsheet with uh, full full schedule for club racing for a big race. All you need to do is put in how much time you want for everything, like um, how much time for watering or how long the heats are, and it just updates automatically. So you can have a schedule. Very low work for you. You can have a schedule, right? And I come up with a format. I wrote the rules, explanation of the format. I got Live RC to create it i don't know if they have it yet as a sort of ready to go just one click thing but i know they have all the features for it you can run that format and also everlaps the same mm -hmm. and my rcm i never really managed to even get in touch with those guys so they probably don't have it yet so i just thought like you know what nothing's ever going to change so just lobby the shit out of all that um uh, soft timing software companies to get them to make the changes right so they exist then go to all the race promoters and organizers and push the idea of the format and then also speak publicly about it so that people know about it and want it right so yeah so now finally at least one race is doing a lot of what i suggested and recommended so let's see how it goes hopefully they do a good job and people enjoy it. They, I mean, there are some things that I didn't agree with. Like they actually have a schedule now. So mm -hmm. I think people will know when they're up, but I think it's too, too tight. Like they, they have too many entries and too many classes. So they squeezed everything in too much. Mm. So I think they'll be running delayed, but still, you know, it's better than nothing. And they can prove me wrong. Maybe they stay on schedule. And there was something else. 
yeah, that too many entries thing and too many classes. Well, so. that's just, I mean, I'm going to give Dave his props. He's, we, 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 we complained about his trophies. He changed his trophies. Um, yeah. We, we complained about coverage. He got live, well, live RC came there. He's going to have live RC there this time too. Um, yeah. work, working harder. So at least he's trying to do things differently, which I applaud him and kudos yeah, to him. Yeah, now I think this might be the first race that all those guys will go to where, well, this is the thing actually. So you can, you can have that format, but you need to have staff to ensure that it works, mm-hmm. right? Because if you, if you don't count the whole five minutes, then one track cut will matter a lot more. Mm-hmm. And we know in America, uh, people got the track all the time. Just in RC period. It's not just America. Yeah. Well, a lot more in America. Than oh, because there's no countries. referees to of call. All it. the countries I've raced in. Because they tend to just flip over a pipe and just continue like, what the hell's happening? Like, it's just blatant, you know? So that's going to be, that can easily be an issue. And just in general so because the it's supposed to be structured and we need to keep a move on get the marshals out there all this stuff i'm curious to see how that side of it goes you know because it's supposed to be like fair like everyone has the same practice then there's seeding then there's uh qualifying but qualifying is three best laps in a row and then there's a qualifying race okay he insists on calling it super pole which is something different altogether but it's actually a race so so they Reseed for the last qualifying round, and it's a race against other drivers for position. Mm. So the group, whoever wins that is TQ. Second fastest group, whoever wins that makes the main directly. Right? So that so those top two races are really exciting, you know, because the guys are racing for TQ and the guys are racing for the last spot in the main. And then there's the third and fourth group, or how, however many there are in that mm. class, right? And then after that, then then the cars are um, put into their normal bump-up mains. So people get to race more. Mm-hmm. And also mains are long. Even the lower mains were long. I can't remember. Yeah, I think even made 30, minutes, minutes in, 30 minutes for lower mains, nitro. 45 minutes for all nitro mains, all nitro, all nitro A mains, 30 minutes yeah. for all lower mains, double 10-minute uh, E-bug, yeah. electric mains, lower mains, and triple A mains. So Yeah, so the idea is that people get to race more, mm-hmm. right? So this will, not only is there one more time that you race on the track, the mains are also longer, you know, because many of these races you have to get there like 6.30 a.m. and you have a six-minute main or something. That's ridiculous. It's fucking stupid, seriously, with a nitro car. So the fact that everyone gets to run that 30-minute bump-up main, that's really good, I think. This is the first time I've seen double lower mains for all electric classes, and that's good for... If you're an e-buggy guy, this is the race you want to go to and run e-truggy and e-buggy because you're going to get so much runtime. Yeah, also, even you complained about the practice thing, but here's my thing. like, We don't pay money and go somewhere to practice. We just don't like if you, if you go to a race and you think that the value is the fact that you can stand in line and then go practice on a track with 85 cars on it and some rookie in a E truggy running backwards. If you think that that's the value at the race, 
then you have it all wrong. You have it as backwards as that guy in that e-truck is, right? <laughs> that is not the point of paying money to go to a race. You pay money to go to a race to race other cars in, in a sort of structured format on the track and to hopefully win. That's, or if, you don't, if you're not into winning, just racing other cars and having fun, socializing in the pits, you know? Like, it's not about practice. That's what I don't talk, understand. Like, practice, hey, three man. rounds controlled. I get it. I understand that. Times on the I, totally, each class. I totally understand Everyone that. has the same. I That's agree. the best way to do it. You don't I, have to stand in line. You can just be like, oh, I'm up at noon. Okay. So I have two hours. This is so what I, I tell my buddy. I get some food. I can chill. I can help my friend. Whatever. This is what I told my mate. I said, run. If He's like, well, I said, dude, you can run one class at this race and be fine. I said, if you run, exactly. if you run two classes, I guarantee you by Saturday or Sunday afternoon, you can be like, I'm, I'm been on the track too much. Honestly, I think this race, uh, you should sort of look at the schedule, think about it, and pick two classes and run that. Yeah, maximum, maximum. I, uh, I would actually like to go to this, but I doubt that's going to happen. Um, but it'd be interesting, and hopefully he gets a good turnout of the pros as well, because this is like the last big race. So hopefully they go. And uh, we got a good show because he says live RC is going to be there. And yeah, I'm, I give yeah. Dave his props. Kudos. Now we just need to focus on like promoting it to people in the near, in the, and yeah, that's a whole, I know you don't agree with me on that, but. I hope this works out and uh, more races do this and then he can have his psycho nitro blast. That's ridiculous. Right. Right. And it, that would actually make that race more special because it's the only one that's a shit show like that. So if you like that, then that's your race. Well, he has three right? races. But has, it's the only one. Right, but he has... And then, you no, know, do the others properly. No, but he, look, he has... Uh, what's that race called? Uh, SIC, PMB, yeah. Wicked Weekend. They're all all open. Like, do as, you know, as many entries as you can. Southern Nets has to be capped because that's how it, he got the race. And now he's going to make another cap race. So he has three open races and two cap races. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. He all should right. have... Uh, Four and one. Well, come on, man. Baby steps. Release. Come on. You. I know. Yeah, it's a good start. Yeah. It's take a good it easy. Start. Pat yourself. Now we need Joey and uh, what's his face, Jimmy, to uh, do something also. Okay. Um. Real quick, Joseph. I wanted to touch on something that I saw last week, and I and I um, I thought this was really cool. Here, when we think your serpent is kind of out of the mix, your mic is. You're too close to the mic, Joseph. Or you got my volume up too high. Uh, just auto adjust. Um, Serpent, now they've released a ready to race e buggy. Joseph, I know you don't like e buggy, but I just want to touch on this because me and Zach uh, from Australia were talking about this and how I think it's such a good idea because it's actually a, it's like an actual race buggy, I believe. Maybe it's got some cheaper components on it, but it looks great and it's just ready to race. It's not a ready to run and it's got decent electronics in it and all that type of stuff. I w- if I was a manufacturer, this is stuff I would be making right now too because this is the class I think that we're going to get new people into RC, into doing what we want to do. You know what I mean? So if you can, like, man, I know you got to, you know, my Akanen guys got to ma- make a, a Mayaka e-buggy, but if you could do something like this too, not a ready to run, but a little bit more expensive, but ready to race, like where someone could just take that, put batteries in it and go. I think S-Works has an e-buggy like that too. So I'm told. So I think this is a good way 
um, if the price point is right, I think it was like this. I don't have the price here. Let me see. Um, I just think it's a good way to get new people into into RC racing because it's ready to race. At, yeah, five hundred and five bucks, dude. Five hundred and five bucks for this. That's crazy. But with the radio and stuff, or it, it comes with with a speed on motor. No, it has a 2.4 gigahertz transmitter, waterproof electronic speed controller with a small footprint which fits inside the e-buggy holder like a glove combined with a strong 1900 kV rushless motor. They got like all aluminum shocks, like like it looks just like what a, a serpent would look like. Like you know what I mean? They got the two, you know, the Serpent uses the two short battery packs on each side. It looks like a great combination, but this is what we need to go further. This is something you could say, hey, for 500 bucks, you can get into RC cars and not have a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like a, a capable car, it looks like. S-Works has one, and um, Serpent has one. I implore Mayako to make one. Good stuff. Ready but to the, race or something? Yeah, ready to race. Just better right, components. Not going to happen. See, look at that. Shuts, shoots it down already. Shoots it down already. Mayaka isn't the right brand for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know you guys ain't too, making no RTRs. Too expensive. You know you ain't making no RTRs, but I bet you're going to see this take off. But I think it's a well, good idea. I though. hope so, but Mayako isn't a brand like that because it's not sold through normal sort of retail. That's true. So it doesn't really have a really strong sales network dealer network you know and those kind of things would that's where you would sell that but what do you think shops. about the idea do you think it's a good idea it's not all new it's been around forever right? yeah but it's a little different if now. the car is good enough then it's good but most of the time the problem is that the cars aren't good enough for racing so it's like if someone gets that and actually wants to get into racing then they have to then sell that and get an actual car for racing. That's the problem. Like you buy a ready to run as your first car, you learn to get around the track and then you can't really race it because it's not good enough. But it's not a ready to run. Though. That's the problem. It's a ready to race. Yeah, it's better just, components. Yeah. They probably oh. just called it. Ready well, to let's race. See. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully you're right. And it actually is a better one and it's good enough to race, but I doubt it somehow. So, yeah, so negative, so negative. All right, um, we, we said we're gonna do an hour, so we got about fifteen minutes left. Her, Joseph. Um, like I said, no ads in this podcast, no nothing, just straight, straight talk. Uh, we had the ten scale nationals this weekend. I know you did not watch it at all. I watched um, the finals today. Congratulations to Dakota Fan. Literally walked away with two wheel drive and four wheel drive. Like, dude, nobody could touch him. It was like, who's gonna finish second and third? For both his races. It was um, pretty impressive for him. He did not fend himself at all. He just walked away with two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. Truck now was a different story. Tallard, man. Cole Tallard won that. And he didn't. He won the first two mains, but he had a fight for it. And then Fen fended himself a few times in that race. <clears throat> he finished second. But, um, wow, dude. It, it's, um, it's super crazy to, to see this. Uh, I, okay, let's talk about this. I know you didn't see the track. They had this track here. They had the the 10, 2017 Nationals at this track. It's called The Track. It's in Gathersburg, Virginia, uh, just outside of Washington, D.C. It's a very small track. Have you seen this track before, Joseph? Uh, just some video from this Nationals. All right, so 
I think um, in 2017, like I said, in 2017, they held a, I don't know who won it there, but I know a lot of people were kind of complaining about the track. It was a little smaller, too small. They made it bigger. But, you know, it's still kind of one of those smaller tracks. It's not as big as OCRC. Um, you know, it's just one of those smaller tracks. And I think this is probably one of the reasons why the entry comp was so light. You only had 91 drivers there and, and only 195 entries. So, like, I guess Nitro is paying all of Raw's bills this week, this year because Nitro had the biggest turnouts this year. So that's truly the glory. But kind of shocking to see this. Like, no Dustin Evans there. He didn't go because his... his what? Yeah, he didn't go because Why? his girlfriend or wife is expecting, like, anytime soon. So he couldn't go. It's it's Tell me it is not weird to not see Tiba's name in, like, a top 10 of a 10-scale finish, like, like a Nationals. But like knowing yeah, that is he's he not racing ten no, scale anymore. No, he is not racing ten scale. Techno did nobody from Techno was at this race. There was no Tyler Jones, no Seth Van Dalen, nobody. Why is that? It just nobody went. I think Tech, I think Tebow is done with ten scale, probably, and I think Techno is just focusing on eight scale. But Jones did run Schumacher, does run Schumacher to a drive, but I guess he couldn't get travel money to go to this race. But um, yeah, it's shocking. Shocking to see, like, no team. It's weird. It's just weird. Like, after all these years, always seeing him in 10 scale, and now you don't see him. I guess it takes too much. Do you think it's just more work to to stay fast in 10 scale than it is 8 scale? Um, I don't know more work, but I, I think you need to sort of pick one yeah. at some point. Yeah. And also, like, AKA's tire game isn't the best for indoor um. Like clay racing too, so maybe and I, I I get it, man. Man's got three kids; he wants to chill out and spend some time with his family. Are you sure? I thought those scribbles were good. Yeah, but I mean, getting them. But I I he hasn't done any ten scale in the last like for a while. He did ten scale when he first joined techno, but he hasn't done none for a while. So he would have to practice, and maybe he just like what's his sense of going if you can't get travel budget to go there and all that type of stuff. Um, so that was shocking. But not as shocking as seeing Mayfield in the in the B main at this race and Tessman in the B main of four wheel drive and Mayfield B in the main. B main of two wheel drive. Wow. What that, happened? Nothing. He just, just like wasn't fast. Like <laughs> he, he just, didn't break or something. Not in two wheel drive, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Let me bring it up here if I can check it out. Um, let's see. In two wheel drive. What is this? Uh, Two-wheel drive. Uh, Where's Mayfield was in... He was way down the line. Hold on, where is he? He was 17th, dude. He had a, a 21, a 21, a 15, and a 14. So he was just off pace all week. All weekend. No, sorry, he had a four. Sorry, he had a four, a 19, a 35, and a, a 35. Wow. Okay. So he did get fourth the first round, but it just went downhill after that. And he finished all his races, so I guess he was just off pace. He, But he's been struggling with this two-wheel drive. He was in the B-man at that exact 10K race with Wally, and he had a bump out of, with, he bumped out of there to the A-man. So, is it a new one or what? I don't know. Like, is is he just like, I'm just gonna ride out Yokomo to the end of the year and ride out my contract? 
type of vibe, like zero fucks given about it, right at at this point. I mean, he did finish. I don't know. Uh, what's, I don't even know what's going on with Yakima. I don't They're either. Still in it or what? I nobody like nobody seems to know like what's going on. Nobody has any answers. But um, you know what? In the two wheel drive. This is an interesting fact too, Joseph. In the two-wheel drive uh, main, there was only one 30-plus racer, and that was Cavalieri. Yeah. Tessman was the second oldest. This is probably, what, 27. So you had Cole Tallard, Rivkin, Aiden Horn, this guy, Charlie Majorana. Never heard Wait, of him before. Is, did you say Rivkin is 27? No. I said Tessman is like 27, 28. Oh, Tessman. Rifkin is... Yeah, he 22. probably is, yeah. Uh, Aiden, yeah. I thought Rifkin was young. Yeah, seventh. Charlie Majorana. I, nobody yeah, who the hell is that? I saw that name. He's from the Midwest, I'm told. Uh, he's pretty good out there. And he went to the Nationals, and he did good. He made he, he made a name for himself. He beat Rinnekenek, Lee Setz, and Drayton Stop. We see a lot of young guys here, man. A lot of younger racers uh, moving up into this class. Are we starting to see the change of the guard here? A little bit, Joseph. Even though, even though Fenn's still part of the Ilga, he's still young. Like, you know, Cole Tallard's a young driver. Aiden Horn's young. I don't know how old Charlie is. Renner Connect's young. Lee, Staub, all these guys. I think Lee's 21. Jayton's 19. But this this man is full of young drivers, dude. Okay, let's throw out... I think in electric, it's happening now. Yeah. So that change of the guard in electric, it's... I would like say we so. mentioned on some podcasts... A while ago, that in America now, that yeah, the like, ten scale, yeah, ten scale class is changing. But that would new be, new names finally. Yeah, that would be where Drayton comes from. Renner Connect, I guess this guy Majorana, Aiden Horn, Tallard, all Midwest guys. Midwest is the Italy of uh, America for RC. Now, but Tallard. Now the two guys that are carrying this over to eight scale are Tallard. Aiden Horn, and I would say Lee to a bit, and Rinnekenek's getting there, but he's a little off those guys. But Tallard yeah. and Horn are really taking it out of these 10 skill guys. Yeah. Interesting. Tallard's had a really good year this year. And Aiden Horn and Tallard have really good years. Out of a re- I've had really good 2021s this year so far, I would have to say. All right. Why do you think why do you think uh, Mayfield's not in the A in this? Don't you think that's got to be a blow to the ego, or do you think He's just like, I don't care. Let me drink some coffee. I mean, he probably doesn't mind. He has, he's had a really good going in eight scale. Yes. And probably, well, I don't know. I, I have no idea. But maybe he has been sort of focusing a bit more on that. You know, for if he goes to practice, he runs the eight scale. Maybe that's been a thing. He ha- has a second child, doesn't he? So. Yeah. Probably some of his focus has gone there. Do you think we're going to start yes, seeing these it... guys wind on on their 10 scale program, sir, and focus on eight scale more? Like, but I mean, guys, I mean, like, some of them, I Mayfield, think, because Cavalry. I think so. If they enjoy the eight scale stuff more, I think they will come to a point where, like, especially, let's say, that maybe that 10 scale cars aren't that good for them or the setup, they would have to sort of work on it a bit more, figure it out. But then they also have a lot of eight scale races. If they enjoy the eight scale more, then maybe 
they will pick that. Like maybe Thibaut has done. So Thibaut wasn't there. So maybe he's made that choice himself or maybe Techno made it for him. I don't know. But he won the Reedy race, right? He's won world championships in 10 scale. So he's now, and of obviously nationals. Yeah. So I think Thibaut's won everything he wanted to in 10 scale. I think, I think Mayfield has too. So, uh, yeah, Mayfield has two, basically. Yeah. So maybe they just go, you know what? Um, just going to focus on eight scale if that situation comes about. Now, Mayfield, obviously, a big paycheck comes from Yokomo, so he's doing both. But for Tebow, maybe that's an option. Maybe he can just do eight scale. Yeah. I don't because see that option for that, Cav, though. No. Um, the thing is that now... I would say that the level of racing is higher now than it was before. And it, it's natural. It happens in everything, really. So just the level gets raised right. higher and higher. And RC is far from being sort of very professional, but it's more professional now than before. You need to prepare. You need to have everything working well for you to be able to win. And I think that these guys don't have the time slash dedication, motivation. I shouldn't say dedication. I should say the time and motivation to uh, choose to make sure every last box is checked. Yeah, I would agree. Do you see what I mean? And then those young guys, they have that hunger Mm -hmm. and they do that and they are at the track all the time and they do run a lot and maybe they are focusing on 10 scale. So then they are faster than 10 scale, right? So there's that. And then in 8-scale also, I think that whole program, how you know what changes to make for the long main, the long main itself, where you have more time to, even if you make a few bad laps or even a crash, you can still, you know, get in a groove and win. It's just different kind of racing. So I think for 8-scale, experience is more important. Mm -hmm. And making sure everything is running right, everything's good for you. You have the experience, you're patient, and you get in your groove, and you're good. Yeah. And so you, I and think they are a bit different. I think they just, I think, I think they just realize that nitro is the glory, and they don't feel like sanding down tires to have ghost treads and doing all that crap. Even though they probably don't do none of that stuff, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know it sucks. I don't know what do I don't know where ten scales go in, man. Kind of like. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know what's going on with 10 scale, but I know, I, I just kind of, well, like, all right, I'm going to go on a little spiel. 10 scale, wait, before you go, 10 scale is the most fun, in my opinion, on an outdoor dirt track. Uh, I, not sort of super dusty and loamy, no. Just a sort of normal dirt track, like the Vasa World Championships. Right. You can look that up on YouTube. When Cavalieri did the double, I think that kind of stuff, like uh, outdoor 10th scale size dirt track. So it's 10th scale only, mm-hmm. and it's dirt. I like it and on carpet, outdoors. though. That, I like that's, EOS that's races. That's the best for me. I like EOS races. Uh, I hate that. I just know that's where we're gonna go. Like, but what I do hate is like going to the same track in five years, and. That's why I think this has such a low turnout. And there's no disrespect to the track, to the track, 
But it's just, I think that, I think, I know I have to, I think just raw people, just tracks just don't want to do raw races no more. That's a shame. That's really a shame. And it, and then, and raw can't put on a proper race without a, without a proper track, you know, and a proper people behind it. And I kind of, you know, you kind of saw a little bit of that this week, you know, first when they released a sketch of, you know, here's your, t- like, come on, let's think about things. Don't release a sketch that might, looks like my daughter, Lucifina drew, drew, of a track and turn marshal. Let's be a little bit professional. You get flame. Like right now, you're going to get flame for everything. You get flame. I don't even have to, you, People don't even have to look for nothing. You give it to people. And then, like, then I, that thing that I showed you where they had the, where they had the, um, I know I'm being nitpicky, but I just kind of caught onto it and I was like, that's tacky. Where they had these, the raw speed, like on a, like piece of paper taped on a, like a shelving angle iron angle bracket right there under the, the cam. I'm like, come on, man, we got to be better than that. Joseph, you yeah, would not yeah, accept that. that. Excuse me. Probably they live RC probably did that. Well, it. live RC only sent one cameraman, two, because Scotty had his big race on his uh, no prep race, so he had live RC up there and like Charlie Swanka and forty two thousand dollars on the line. So that's where all of uh, live RC's resources went for the race. So that's kind of. Like, I like, like, I don't like her in the race announcer too much. I like her and what Scotty and the guys have to say in the race. But, I mean, you only needed one camera at this race anyway. So, it's such a small track. The, the coverage actually wasn't bad. Let's put it that way. I, I watched it this morning, and the coverage wasn't bad. You just heard the race announcer. And you know who these drivers are anyway. But it's just unfortunate. This is this is the 10-scale national. This used to be the, the second biggest race or the biggest race of the year when it came to 10 scale. And look, it's just like 91 drivers, 195 entries. It's like, ugh, come on, let's, we gotta, like 10 scales bigger than that. Like, I would love to see it go back. Like you said, let's go outside for one run. Like, let's do something different. Like, go to a different track, do outside, expose it, something. I don't know. I don't know, man. Hey, only six short course trucks in the modified class. Come, good. Dude. Spencer Rivkin raced that. He was the only pro driver in that race. Why even race it? Like, can you brag about that trophy if you win that? Look, there are some classes that should only be club racing classes. I agree. Short course should be one of those. Yeah, it's not a national event. It's just for entry-level drivers and for fun at the local club. It's not something like, let's see who can be the fastest with this uh, short do you uh, brag about your? Do you brag about the national champion? It's stupid. Hold on, but do you do you brag about that being a short course national champion? When it's only six I people? don't know. I would be embarrassed. And you, but here's the thing: I heard that more pro guys bought their short course car, cars, but Raw wouldn't let them run them because the, the rule says they can only run three classes. Like when you have a class that's only six, I gotta tease them because like we was teasing the on road class when they had on road uh paved outside outdoor paved uh. 10 electric, they had classes with only two people. So here we have a class of 26. I think, I know there's many people that enjoy short course, and this is no disrespect for them, but I think it's time that this goes back to being a club-level event, club-level yes. uh, class, and definitely a class for new people to get into. The the industry, the manufacturers, Roar, everybody has wrung this, that horse dry. They have got all the money that they are going to get out of short course. There's no more money to make there, so it's going to going to go back to what it was they kind of ruined it too though no I'm, that's what some I mean. things you need to keep as just that this is fun you don't need all these bling bling parts you don't need these special tires mm-hmm. this is really easy you buy the car you go racing have fun 
That's, That's it. What I just said. Keep it simple. I agree. Why can't they do that? I agree. Oh no, we have to make these special High bodies and everyone makes that cost a hundred yeah, bucks. Tires and this and that and the national it's championship in no Mayfield prep running now. it. Stupid. It's happening in no prep. I saw an eight hundred and eighty dollar conversion for a no prep car. Crazy. Well, I always told you that's not going anywhere. Oh, it's the money. Let's not get into that. No, we're not getting into that debate again. Um, hey, born a crime, done it for Mexico. He finally won the stock nationals. Congratulations. Yeah. First Mexican to- stock. First Mexican stock champion. Yes. Viva Mexico. America. I need a Mexican flag. Viva La Republica de Mexico. Woo. Congratulations to Matty Gonzalez. One, two, wheel drive and four drive. Now he okay. can finally move up to mod. Finally move up to mod exactly. and finally run some nitro. All right, Born this a Crime. Message. Listen, hashtag Born a Crime. No more stock. I don't want you. I don't want to see you run any more stock. Okay, you move up. That's it. No going back. Thank you very much. The trash heap has spoken. Yeah. Um. That's an intervention. Yeah, there's an intervention for him. But no, he kind of has to move up now, don't he? He's won this, so he has to go up. That's I don't true. know. There's no rules. There's no rules. But congratulations to him. It was a a hot competitive uh, stock class too. They were doing similar lap times as the mod cars, guys. Like so, you know that whole stock versus mod debate started. So I don't know. I don't get involved in that. My boy Larry was talking about that. I just he's like, well, put let them let the mod guys run stock. And see if they can do the same lap times as the as the the stock cars. I'm like, of course you can do it because they're driving a car that's hot, more power, harder to drive compared to a car with less power. I don't know, man. I like that whole stock separation class and things like that, but people gotta move up. Like, there's some guys been racing stock forever. Who was like the big stock champion back in the day? Was it like Andy Smolnik? He ran like stock forever. Even when he's like a fully, I think he did, yeah. even when he's like a fully paid pro, he was running stock. Crazy. There's so many ways, actually. Like thinking about it, there's so many ways how RC could be not only more interesting, but like even more fun for people who want, like for for people who want to race and see how good they can be, and who want to sort of make it in racing if, if that's the thing if it was more structured i think it would, would just be so much cooler like i i can imagine like okay so i progressed now to the next level and okay now i won this championship now i got to the next level like do you see what i mean if yeah. it's something where it's like you build up step by step i think it would be good i think so too man i just here we have like one of the classes that we consider like the upper echelons of RC, you know, like I consider like eight scale nitro racing to be the, the, like, I don't care what anybody says, the glory and the, 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 it's the, I think it is the top class of what we do. You know what I mean? I think Mm -hmm. it is because it's one of the hardest races to win. There's only been one double champion, you know, and like it's, it's the upper echelon of, it's the formula one of RC. Then I would put like two wheel drive mod below that, tens, uh, and then eight scale. Uh, I will put two wheel drive mod, and then probably just below that. And this is no offense to the onward guys. Eight scale, um, eight scale. You know the 
the real Formula One type car, like the eight scale Jeep that Kalari won ten times. Um, in the in the ranking of history, it's just sad to see that this race doesn't get the publicity that it should, the the hype that it should, and it's and like this race. I I really hope that Raw or some track steps up to the plate. And it's no disrespect to the track at Gathersburg. I know they work their butts off to get this done, but I would just like to see something different. We've seen this track two times in five in five years. Let's go out. Let's go outdoors. I mean, I'll, I'll be even. I'll even let. Let's have an Astro race track. I don't care. Let's have an Astro turf track. I don't care. Let's just do something different and let's figure out a way to make like this is a great race. Let's let's make it better. And congratulations to all the winners. I picked Fan to win and I won this week. I am taking. I'm giving out lotto numbers. I'll send my PayPal address. You pay me, and I'll send you your lotto Look, numbers. Look, it's 10 scale on some tiny high grip track. Like, yeah, okay, big deal. Or well, that's not a surprise. See what? See you just you just blanketed my joy. I pick Fan. He wins, and you want a blanket? He dominated. Okay, not in truck, but in the two classes that that. How like, many nationals does he have in ten scale? Two uh, round, four round. Quite a few. I believe exactly. Hey, don't be mad at I'm my. I'm not pick surprised. Let me know when he pick wins one. something in eight scale. One thing about you, okay? you just blanket and kill all my joy. Um, I think that's all I gotta. That's my say. job on here. I notice. I think that's all I gotta say about the nationals. I didn't really follow it. I, I, the biggest thing for me was Mayfield and Tasman not being in there. Tasman, we didn't even talk about that, dude. Hold on, before we go anywhere, we gotta talk about Tasman not making the four wheel drive main. Was his dad there? Uh, I believe he's there. I don't know. I didn't see any pictures of Gord. He did good. He had a good race with uh, Rivkin in um, two-wheel drive. Actually, four-wheel drive. How did he not make the main exactly. in four-wheel drive? Like, Next race really good on high grip. That's what I don't understand. Like, usually he's winning these races or in the top three. Crazy. Crazy. He must times. have not been running Tenska. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. He has a girlfriend. He has a wife, not a girlfriend. Oh, he got sorry. I forgot about Yeah, he got married. That. I saw the pictures. Yeah, I did too. Um so congratulations. We already congratulated him. He got he actually got married. So but uh yeah, he's the one step ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? Because any girl no crazy mind wants to marry you, they're crazy, they're nuts. They don't know what they're getting into at all. Mike, oh, they they have to accept that they are basically my carer. <laughs> hey, Joseph, did you eat? No, I've been too busy editing. Eat, like force feed you with a test tube or something. It hooked you up intravenously. Anyway, man, I ain't got much more to say. Anything you want to say about the 10 scale national, Joseph, that you did not watch? Yeah, I didn't know. 10 scale is so boring on those tracks. They just I, follow each other. I, I, you know what? There was some decent racing in the back, but yeah, I kind of felt that way too. I'm just like, ah, okay. I've seen this before. Fend, nobody challenges him because he's the phenom and Keenan picked him to win. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I just don't get excited. Amazing job. I just don't get excited. I get excited at OCRC races for some reason though. It's like the only 10 skill track that I like watching. So, no idea. I wonder if I'll ever race 10 scale again. Yeah. I actually, like to, actually, there's a race in Finland. I might yeah, do. you're probably going to get some crazy <laughs> idea of trying to compete at the Reedy race in 2023 and be like, oh, I'm all about 10 scale for six months. 
Oh. Yeah. Open class. Oh, 10 scale, 10 scale. I think my invitation days are over. OCRC, OCRC. Where you do OCRC? It's all about that. I never, scale. I never got to win a, a invitation race. I was close. Yeah, you did come close, but then you was just completely. I think I got second. Yeah, because you probably started first. I can't remember. Anywho, I think that's it, man. We've been doing this for an hour and twelve minutes. It was just a random chat, no advertising, no nothing. Uh, thank you for your time, Joseph. I appreciate it. Let us know what you guys think about the 10 scale uh, nationals. I know some people were just like, you know, like me about it. Uh, let us know what you think about that serpent car too. You think I'm onto something there? You think serpent's onto something? I do. I don't think what, whatever this guy thinks. I don't worry about it. No, I just hope it's good enough to actually race. Yeah, um, I hope so too. Good. I hope so too. If anybody gets one, let me know. I want to know what you guys are. Uh, What's your thoughts on it? Let me know. And um, yeah, I think we'll be back next week with a full full, full pod with your questions and everything. This is a, a little bit of our less is more type of vibe too. So with that said, I would like to say thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world. Thank you guys for your support. Remember next week we'll be doing a live. I'll be doing the Sourest Candy Challenge to raise money for the Blooming Prairie RC tr uh, track and their Paint the Track Pink cancer benefit race that they have on september the 11th there's a go fund me for that in the written description of this podcast uh share that please people let's raise some money for them i'm counting on the nnrc squad to get in and do that for us and then watch me i don't know maybe hurt myself next week it's not hot it's sour and thank you to the patrons of the podcast without you guys we can't do this thank you for keeping these bills paid uh invisible speed online course unveiled the four four Pro guys that will do the walkthrough. You got Kyle McBride, Cole Ogden, Ronna Falk, and Robert Battier. So if you want to have a one-on-one -on -one with those guys, um, well, sort of a one-on-one, -on -one, but a, a walkthrough with those guys, pre-order the Invisible Speed online course at invisiblespeed.net. You can pay in installments, and yeah, it's going to be good. I I just I know it's going to be good. So check that out. Um. Shout out to all of our awesome sponsors of the podcast. They are Mayako, Beach RC, High Tech RC, TNR Fuels, Techno RC, Sun City RC Raceway, Lugs Racing Tires, JQ Racing, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Donathan RC, Racecraft USA, RCGP, and of course, House of RC. JQ, thank you. For your time, thank you to the sponsors for all their support. Remember, everybody showing the sponsors some love, shows the podcast some love. If you want to get anything from their sponsors, the links are in the written description of this podcast. We have coupon codes for you to save money. Joseph, anything to say to the listeners before we go? Invisiblespeed.net or for installments, courses.invisiblespeed.net. There you go. He That's it. It's all you need to know. We're in the business of uh, making RC racing more fun for people. And it's more fun when your car is working, you beat your friends because you know how to drive. That's actually a good sales pitch. Very good. Very good. It's true. Very good. That is true. All right. Thank you for your time, dude. I will be talking to you next week because you'll be coming on next week to answer people's questions and talk more RC. I know, you, I know you're going to be busy. So, but, you know. Yeah, no motocross now in the near future. So I, you just I'll need just to be you, here. You just need to sell that 
Sell that bloody bike. Sell it. Sell it. No, it's sell the bike. Anyway, too much fun. Too much fun. Nitrous Lori, e buggy pays the bills. If you ain't grinding your side in, Lefty and Beaker are out. Check you later. Thank you for listening to the No Name RC Podcast. We greatly appreciate all the support and love from you, the listeners. Without all of you, none of this is possible. Special thanks to our patrons on Patreon. If you wish to support the podcast further, you can at patreon.com forward slash NNRC Podcast. As a patron, you will receive early releases, special content, and patron-only giveaways. Also, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, www.nnrcpodcast.com. Remember, Nitro is the glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. If you aren't having fun, it doesn't make sense. And if you ain't grinding, you're sliding lefty out. Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory. so bad.